Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap here with a name you know. And uh, if you don't know him from WWE, from Impact, from Ring of Honor, from NXT, from any number of those places, you know him because I interview him every two months on this website. But on May 27th, you can go to his website, freethenarrative.com. The event is up for pre-orders right now. But I had a chance to watch it, and it uh, it is unlike anything that you've seen before in wrestling. We got EC3. EC3, how you doing? Sean, it's excellent to be back here. I believe this is number five? Something like Just here. Like, not even including your stuff before WWE, because we did a few then, too. We are, like, just two peas in a wrestling bubble pod. Look at us. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Why are you wearing sunglasses indoors? You look like an asshole. I'm going to take them off. But thank you for having me back. Thank you for taking the time to watch Free the Narrative yesterday. It was kind of like a rough beta draft we're gonna tone up a little bit it's dropping thursday on vimeo if you want to find it www.freethenarrative.com it's a very close personal project a lot of people will complain about their booking or their creative or they're doing this to me or they're doing that to me well why don't you just do something yourself try something yourself be bold that's what i did that's what i did with my Dear friend, JC, a.k.a. The Narrator, we created something unique, special, and we included a lot of people I think the wrestling world and the world deserve to see. So, hard sell done. Let's get to the dirt. I mean, I watched it. I can tell you, I thought it it, it started off completely different, and it ended completely different. And then it, along the way, they were, there were so many other completely different elements that I had not seen in wrestling. I thought that it built and built and built, and it got better as it went on. It was a very easy watch for me. I mean, uh, I, I don't know what, what you all might add in the meantime, but I mean, like one of the things that that was even mentioned was, no, there's three hours of wrestling tonight, but yeah. <laughs> this this was not a chore to watch at all. It was, it was so much. It was fun, and it was like I keep I keep saying different. And different yeah. isn't always good. This felt like a no, good it's different. No, not. So it's like he's low key saying it sucks. It's so no, different. no, no. Different, different isn't is always. Not, it isn't always good. Not. This was good. 
It's a good day. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. We had very talented people that uh, sacrificed themselves for this project. I mean, there was no financial backing. This was something made personally out of our uh, our narrative war chest. Which Dixie didn't pay for fair. this. Dixie did not pay for this. We're hoping, uh, you know, we're hoping for her to pay for the trilogy afterwards. After this is a huge commercial success, and see the wise investment she can make in her loving young nephew and his insane vision for wrestling outside of wrestling. So I, hey, I saw a composition by Serge Salinas in those credits. Well, a lot of, there's a, a big thing about this is original music. Yes. There's, every song is an original or a cover of, like an orchestral cover of songs you may recognize from our past or Matt Cardona's past. So, uh, yeah, it's a big influence of music. It's just a compilation of very talented people we've met throughout our lives coming together. Uh, creating something different, controlling our narrative, telling stories, not only my story, but the story of so many others. That's it. I mean, what else? Like, who else is doing this shit? Nobody. And without giving too much away, I mean, there are people that pop up in this from numerous companies. And I mean... Say them all. Say them all. Say all the three-letter brands. All the three-letter brands? Yeah, all the three-letter brands you saw represented well, impact isn't impact isn't three letters, but impact ROH NWA MLW AEW um, people that are literally just leaving WWE tryouts right now. Multiple people. Um, you know what I say to that? What the narrative's forbidden garage door is always open. Oh my god, jeez! So you all also had some incredible video packages that were associated with this and. One, I thought, really summed up your meeting with Matt Cardona. Uh, I think yeah. you all had maybe coffee or lunch. I didn't see you eating anything, so I assume not lunch. When you watch a movie and, you know, they're having a big scene at a diner or something like that, like, you never see them eating. But sometimes they have food on the table. So you have to wonder, what, what were they saying to each other before? Yeah. Like, got to the meat and potatoes of the script. What were they saying after? Did they even order after the guy, like, has a panic attack and freaks out? Like, it's just weird shooting things at a theater. But we had coffee. I think okay. coffee's casual. Coffee's cool. Uh, I'd like to lend a lot of credit to JC, the narrator for the narrator. I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to bring yeah, him in. Yeah, let's bring in JC. Bring please. him in. Hello. Uh, JC, so I've, I've spoken J- with a couple of times in the past. And, yes. So and- our, our, yeah, our history real fast is uh, we started on Indies in Cleveland together. Uh, and we've developed... Yeah, we're pretty both pretty weird and creative. Uh, I obviously went on to huge superstardom and fame in wrestling, and he. Let's stuck around doing. Let's 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 get you gentlemen to scoot a little closer together so we can get you both in the shot. There, there we go. Oh, look at that! Look at that! A couple of pals, couple Couple pals there. So, (laughs) before we get into that, because I thought that was that was such a a unique aspect of this, I, I have realized that EC3 hates love. Oh, yeah, he you hate is love, but but hear me out. I'm going to challenge you on something. I've known you for a long time, EC3. Dare I say that this this issue with Matt Cardona comes out of love? Maybe a different kind of love, but a professional love, a professional respect, so to speak. It seems like you're pushing for him the same way that you were Moose, and I'm sure you love him in a different kind of way. Like you see what he's capable of. You've grown to know him professionally yeah. and personally. And I think I've created a monster because when I started controlling Moose's narrative, 
and building him to the physical powerhouse he is. I expected him to uh, become who he's supposed to be, but instead he became a selfie posting, uh, <laughs> demented narcissist, caring about his body weight and his aesthetics all the time. And that's not what he is. He's a killer. And that's what we brought him back into the narrative to find that killer, to find out who Moose really is. Same thing with Matt. I do love him. I do respect him. I honestly believe he was like the forefather of controlling your narrative in wrestling. He's a man who didn't care and he took a shot and he created this whole avenue that wrestlers use to get themselves noticed now with social media, YouTube, creating themselves outside of their company's brands. Like he was the forefather of it. And I respect that so much. And upon our departure from WWE, I just expected him to do something more, but it, to me, he relegated himself to the same old shit. And I know there's something more inside of him. And that's why I invited him into the narrative. Yeah, but he's Free got a narrative. he's got a pergola, a pergola now. So why's it? Why's he? I don't think he does either. He just bought one because Chelsea told him to. <laughs> JC, like we yeah. we see, we have seen this evolve. We have seen a lot of this with EC3 evolve from that first video to um, stuff with Moose that that hit the cutting room floor from Impact that was definitely clearly more of the vision of this and representative of this. How have you evolved in putting some of this stuff together? Because we're really seeing it all come together with the narrative. We, uh, I mean, this is the culmination of a a year's work. uh, Like you saw within uh, Free the Narrative, we used the footage of the whole last year. So it was a, like almost a celebra- celebratory uh, piece of art too, at the same time of, uh, of a, you know, a dark storytelling piece of art. Uh, we, where I've grown over the last year, it just, I went from uh, uh, being a creative partner to starting to learn how to uh, produce film, uh, what different cameras do, what different lenses do, uh, how to actually lead a, a team of cameramen and sound men. Um, and at the same time, learning how to direct uh, direct the wrestlers in, in ways of just like, hey, here, I want you to be able to uh, tell your story because I'm going to go back and digest it and find your story within your match, uh, but still being able to, you know, this is the things we need. This, I, you know, this is this is where the cameras are going to be set up and uh, how to light, how to do production design, uh, yeah. how to do motion graphics. There was just so many different things that you saw my name all over the credits because I literally because he's a narcissist. Yeah, I'm a narcissist. he needs the recognition. No, he worked his ass off and learned so many different traits and things because this is kind of like a lot of people have helped us, but this is a two-man operation from top to bottom. And he also lended his voice to the narration. Which is like, I haven't, I mean, I've uh, released multiple records as a a singer and screamer and hardcore metal bands. Uh, And I've I've done some singing, but like doing the the voice acting in in the narration, this was the first time of learning how to actually record it the right way. Where, how to do it, like there was a certain thing, the pacing, the different voices you want to use, uh, actually like when to not talk, holy shit in wrestling, when to not talk and just let the, the wrestling stand for itself and, and, and let the story be told. And uh, we really tried to not over talk. And that was a big, a big thing of like, uh, we definitely are going to recommend watching it with subtitles because even what we're saying, sometimes we're talking about what the actual uh, fighter is going through inside themselves while you're seeing something completely different in the action. There, there are more people that can tell their story through this as well. I think upon releasing our original version, my little just 
a cinematic fight to reintroduce myself to the rest of the world that we wanted to do bigger and bolder. Um, and I wasn't just content signing with Impact or signing with Move Honor. I still want to do more, especially in a pandemic situation where the best thing about being a wrestler is performing in front of people and performing often. And filming TV once every two months isn't performing for the like. There's time, there's time to do stuff. There's time to explore different options. And then JC really was a driving force about being a bold and unique vision. Like, why don't we just do a whole, why don't we extend it? Why don't we do a whole show? Why don't we include yeah. people you know, or I know? Well, we were learning a lot about our psychology and how to build a central character uh, for the world and taking some of those, like you hear in the beginning, we're taking one man's uh, journey into self-discovery becomes an idea, then it becomes a movement. And, and, more, and what's interesting about Free the Narrative is we're getting the opportunity to you know, tell six to eight more stories, uh, but it's also how each of those uh, characters digest his ideas, because everybody digests things different. You could take an idea and how they take that into an action could be completely different across, it's playing telephone you know, yeah. with personalities. Uh, so it's, it's been very interesting uh, to, 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 talk, to tell all those stories. You know, to take that psychology to different people. And, I think, uh, yeah, too, and fans, fans love new, fans love different, but they always, I, they find themselves falling into the same old stuff. Like we're doing an interview strictly on freethenarrative.com, which is great right now. I've done a couple interviews promoting this and the buzz clips and the things of that nature are like, shit, I've talked about a year ago. Like, who cares? Yeah. So for a wrestling fan, if you like new, if you like different, if you think people are deserving of opportunities you don't know this could be a catalyst for at least five different people to get their name out into the wrestling world hopefully find great success and what the narrative is was always about reinvention it's a place any talent any wrestler who loses their way can come find themselves reinvent themselves into who they're supposed to be so it's art but it's also real life and art imitates life yes we are blending reality and cinema with the live uh, action of wrestling and fighting. And keeping the wrestling with integrity so there's no special powers. Yeah. EC3 doesn't transform into a bat and flies away. It sounds cool. <laughs> Matt Cardona doesn't become Slimer for no reason. Wow. Uh, nobody's getting well. Wow. <laughs> you know, Bill Carr, uh, Bill Carr is a cartoon characters. Yeah, so. Bill Carr actually becomes what Bill Carr is supposed to be. So yeah. you, you said you didn't know William, <coughs> aka Bill Carr, who's now with Ring of Honor. After you saw a little bit of his stuff, what do you think of William, aka Bill Carr? Familiar but different. Like yeah. it, it, it has elements of like I, when I saw him, I thought he'd be completely like one thing. He has a familiar look, but the attitude is completely different. And I thought that that was that was important. A crux, if that's the right word, for me on that is uh, like the funniest people you know are sometimes one of the most demons. So like a guy like a Robin Williams battled so many like personal demons. Or Williams like Chris Farley, he's the funniest dude I know. The guy just makes me laugh. And he's such a good friend. But some of that stuff he says, is there something deeper to that? Is there that self-deprecation, that depression, that anger, that death wish, like like a guy like a Chris Farley would have. So I don't know. This is real and, deep. And, and he, he also represents what a lot of uh, men in their mid to late thirties are going through with a certain depression and, and, and changing and, and maturing from one, that one point to the next. 
where if you kind of have nothing left to live for and you have a death wish, he's actually, we're, we're all going to live vicariously through his death wish. And that is, that's a massive thing to say in real life and within the, the confines of the squared circle. So there, there's, there's different elements of that. We do not put smiles on your face. No, yeah. We are going to yeah. drag you to hell with us. Yeah. Enjoy. And, and William's a really good vehicle for dragging you into hell. And so is Para. You know, there's, there's a lot of that going on with uh, our, our layers of hell that we, we kind of put everybody through. Yeah, there are, there are not, there's not a lot of comedy relief in this, but there are some lines that made me go. That was funny. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Like, there was some stuff in there that I was like, okay, that was good. And uh, it was very clearly improvised. The, the subject of having an actual narrator, now obviously narrator, narrative, derivative of the same word, was that always a plan too? Or did it, did it come along like, okay, well, we need to add you narrating this? I, I don't think it was initially a plan. I could be wrong. He has a better memory than me. I think it was, it was more or less like, what was my name in this? And I wasn't even thinking about myself as a uh, narrator right away as the narrator being the one who tells the story. So it's my responsibility to tell the story in every facet of how yeah. stories are told. Yeah, so like to, we to just, us, the narrative is uh, the narrator is really bigger. This than whole that. thing, like oh, we love Fight Club. Yeah, We're not gonna lie. Yeah. We love Fight Club. Yeah. So like you're the narrator. All right, cool. And then all of a sudden, I think I walked up to him one day. He's like, Yeah, if I'm the narrator, I should probably narrate over the story. Dude, I got a lot of tables, man. I don't. <laughs> no, but it, it worked out. So yeah, and. uh it's something I wasn't sold on till I saw him do it in action. And then some of the feedback we got on based on it is like, it keeps everything together. It keeps everything flowing. It's just enough. There's not too much. So it's not beating over your head, like commentary. Yeah. Three people are shouting at each other and you're totally losing the focus on the people that are performing. Uh, the commentator shouldn't, like there shouldn't be anything audible that makes you want to look at your phone. And that's when a lot, a lot of the time in, in wrestling, you can be engaged in the match, but because the commentators are so relentless and the, and the pitch they're talking in is so aggressive, they just, you know, everybody's picking up the phone. And we really yeah. try to do within 88 minutes of, uh, we try to give a, a wrestling product where you don't want to pick up the phone, you don't want to be distracted. Uh, and and that's, that's, that's what's important about it. You know, there's, there's a couple of times where we purposely let it chill for a second so you can have that breather. But most of the time we want it to be kind of that, like you're, you're engaged the whole time. And live commentary is just, sometimes, sometimes it's just, you get lost. Oh, yes. It. Storytelling. But if you do pick up the phone, don't forget to hashtag read the narrative <laughs> and tell the internet how awesome and innovative and creative and cool and unique it is. Or if you hate it, you can say that too. I don't care. I just I just just express the point, yourself. The point of art is is to, uh, especially with the narrative, we want to put this out in the world and we want reaction. We want people to feel something. I, if someone's like they feel negative about it, feel negative, I want you to feel and digest those feelings and then go back and watch it again and make sure your feelings are sound. Like these are a lot of conversations we're hoping that, uh, that, that the viewer is going to have with themselves after this. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how you find out if the different is a good different or a bad different. And, yeah. uh, I, I admire that there, there was talk of the three letter companies. Did you face any hurdles in getting people involved in this with those no. three letter companies? No, not at all, because people either did it without talking to them or uh, <laughs> they were cleared. But yeah. uh, the ones that need to be cleared were cleared. The ones that it, – I mean, it, not to like, – that'll, that'll be a podcast that people could pay on our Patreon for. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. You know, to actually go into the, to the drama and of the, of the business end of, of how we had to navigate through a lot of this and the, thing, and the things we learned about different people along the way. Because this, like, you know, it's, it's 
when you're when you're creating your roster, you're creating, you're putting your band together. Uh, not all the pieces are the ones. The, what what you start with and what you end up with are two different things. Um, and and that's a, that's also how the wrestling entertainment business works. Things change and you evolve with it, and and you end up sometimes with a way better story than what you than what you even imagine. And I I do think too the branding of corporate wrestling as three letter companies sound it just sounds cool, <laughs> even though Impact. I know it's what five letters. Yeah, with an exclamation point. Well, we mean corporate characters. wrestling, like you know, when there's when there's money and uh, seven salaries behind this. We're not like we have the opportunity as innovators within narratives because we are like we are all free. We're all doing this without uh, any corporate company telling us what we can or can't do. It's our job as innovators and artists to try things that those big companies can't do. But at the same time, we have to respect these companies because we do have respect for them mm-hmm. to make sure their talent shine. And yeah, this isn't awesome. a pipe bomb. This isn't a shit on anybody. No. This is a, an expression. It's just something different. Yeah. Because anytime, especially when I was building this fight with Matthew Cardona, I remember talking shit to him at a stupid podcast. It's just like nauseatingly dumb, pointless <laughs> idiocy just taking place. And I'm, I'm just letting him have it. Are you happy? Blah, 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 blah. They're like, oh, I think they're gonna fight. Where's it gonna be? TNA, AEW. It's it's like, why does everything have to be branded within a corporate wrestling structure? Like, let's open up the world. Everyone knows everything exists. Let's be bold, different. Like I said, forbidding garage door. They're doing that with their television product. The world's like, and and also too. With that being said, those matches happen within the credit. Like EC3 and Macardona. This is their match. There isn't any. Like this, the producer credit is going to go to them just as much. Like if this happens in all those other companies, those the credit never really goes to performers. It goes to whoever is the lead producer that everybody yeah. gives the credit to. Um, and that's that's it. Just gets kind of lost in it at that point, and, you know. And we don't usually see credits in wrestling yeah. as well. Yeah. So like we don't know who these cameramen are. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe a guy like EC3 does because he interacts with them and all yeah. that. How little, do little- Little tip to up and coming wrestlers: If you want to look good on camera, uh, make sure you know all the people's names that film you, and be very cool to them, and they will make sure you look great. Yep. If you don't, you know what? You care about your stupid, getting your stupid shit in. That's fine too, but you're gonna look like shit. But don't worry, someone will tweet you that you did good. And I'm ranting. Yes, go ahead, please. I mean, this obviously is gonna be different than working with a Kevin Dunn. Right. I mean, did you ever work directly with him who was producing what you did? No, never. He's more, he was us. He was in the back. He did. I think what Chelsea green said. She, she was like, it was like Oz. It's like the voice of God. You hear him, but you don't see him. Yeah. And, uh, I I don't think a lot of people, even at a top level, they probably have a personal relationship from being there for a long time, but he's never, coming down dictating shots and stuff like that there's just people around him and he lives in the truck and i guess that's cool and he changes the camera 97 times over 30 seconds <laughs> and i mean for for this largely the producers are on camera i mean like we we see almost everybody that we hear as well yes. yeah yes if we had one flow we would should have had more cameras and yeah. Things like that. But we learned a lot. Yeah, this was. I mean, this was our, our like our first time putting together an, uh, an indie film in many ways, and and learning like there's a lot of a lot of these things were the first time we tried doing this stuff, doing multiple camera angles for a conversation in, in a coffee shop. There was a lot of things. It was our first attempt, and it was you know how many videos, how many classes we can take, how many people can we talk to within the business to learn that stuff. 
Um, I mean, we learned so much about location sound and how to properly do that, how to do location sound with wrestling the right way too, and where to put the certain microphones in the room. Uh, and how Lighting to, is a yeah. nightmare. Lighting is a Lighting nightmare. Is garbage. I don't know how people figure that shit out. Lighting <laughs> sucks. Yeah, and, and, and the idea of like being experimental, like we, we were like very much here in the intro where I say, hey, what happens if you shine a light on uh, the neglected and see what happened that, that, that you know, uh, like exist in shadows. Uh, and we ended up with a lot of like really cool whitewashed images where the, where the wrestlers actually come out looking like angels and they have more of an angelic feel. Uh, and just giving those different perspectives of, of how the art form was actually uh, portrayed. I'm so in, I'm so interested about the the production of this and how it all played out. And I know you all that that is more than we can tackle on something like this. But also, there there were a lot of personalities on this show. A lot there's a lot of people that everybody is familiar with. There are some that people aren't familiar with, and they're kind of familiar with. A couple of them popped up at WWE tryouts. Uh, EC3, yeah. did you know that they were going to be doing tryouts as this happened? Uh, the week of our release, I, we didn't know um, AEW was running when we were like, Memorial Day sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't think about anything, but ours isn't, we're not trying to have a blockbuster opening weekend. We're not trying to take the steam out of like a live pay-per-view, like a pay-per-view something to watch live. This is something I think with time and word of mouth, and if I ever learn how to market besides <laughs> stupid social media, things that can expand yeah. film festivals possibly, stuff of that nature. As far as the tryout, I did not know it was going to be taking place at the exact same time, but I almost think it's perfect because the experience these guys had. Are, are the names released? Does it matter? Yes, I've, I've released them. Okay. okay. Like, so like a Jake Logan, yeah. who is literally an independent wrestler. His father brought him up in Texas, is a wrestler. He's been wrestling for high school. He's moved out. He took his own journey. I met this kid on an indie show right after they kind of released uh, pandemic restrictions and I'm on some show in Texas, but he just stuck by my head, asking questions. I live in Ocala. Hey, can I come work out with you? What do you think about this? What do you think about yeah. that? Just pounding on our door. He's basically trying to recruit himself. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he literally was pounding on our door. Hey, <laughs> can you help me with promos? Can you help me with this? Yeah. And like, you know, it was like, that was, that was when we started. I mean, if, essentially uh, like Jake Logan was the first guy was sort of producing you know what i mean and and, and and many levels me helping him both of us helping with his promos but him helping with his body and and a lot mind a lot of times young and up-and-coming wrestlers should find people that have had some semblance of success ask them things like that but then they have to listen and i've noticed people ask for advice yeah i think this this and this they'll do whatever they want anyways but jake took my advice and he dropped 20 pounds his promos went from shit Really good. Like his promo in the rant room was very good, especially how quickly he came along. Yep. And so he's he's thankful for that opportunity and stuff like that. Uh, Skyler again. Yeah. Skyler's a guy, the proverbial good hand, who may, who we say in it is sometimes a negative trait. Being very good at your job can work against you if you're pegged at just being very good at that aspect of your job. So he's super popular with some big big players big names in wrestling like he's one of the boys uh all he needs is a break and yeah. he's been on everybody's tv but never as a signed guy like he's been on i think raw and smackdown and nxt and uh aw yeah, a- 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 yeah, yeah. He's an a- and in like two and a half minutes we 
hopefully told his story enough. I remember coming up, having, tearing my ACL, having no job. I had to pay for my own surgery. I had to go back and live at home. Like it was terrible. And then there's nothing to come back to. What I come back to? Firestorm. Yeah, come back. Like, I don't, yeah. There's no coming back. Yeah, to, they uh, come back to like 150 people in Willoughby, Ohio, no, and that's YouTube, about it. Like YouTube video. I don't yeah. get Coldplay clocks kicking in with like the most excellent production. Like all of a sudden I'm back and I'm indie wrestling again. So like that story resonates with me. But what he went through at this point of his life, like that's that's real. That's yeah. tangible. That's something I want to know more about this guy. And, and he so sings the see, blues. Like yeah. he really sings the blues in that and his in the narrative. Like Shroff, well, he, you, you think I hate love? Yeah, talk to shots. Yeah, he really like. And he, like I, I don't think he even meant that when we, when we when we wrote the song and we did and we produced this promo. We, it wasn't until recently, after watching it for a month, going, "Whoa, he really is telling the blues. He's singing the blues." And that's like something kind of beautiful in in a podcast world too. To have that different storytelling aspect to telling your story. And, I mean, within the, the context of the narrative, if they get signed, well, I mean, that, that's great. You've, you've got a story of someone who got signed. If they don't, there's probably another story to be told there about rejection and, I mean, sort of sort of the story that John Schuyler told leading up to the narrative anyway. Yeah. Rejection? It's the ultimate motivator sometimes, too, so... We'll see. And I've told, I mean, I've talked to Jake, I haven't talked to Skyler about it, but Jake Logan, I was like, if, if anybody gets signed out of this, then it's just such a blessing to to be able to be a part of them up to the journey up to that point. You know yeah. what I mean? I uh, want everybody yeah. to succeed coming up with this. So, because I feel after people see this, there's going to be about 20 people knocking on that door. <laughs> now I have a pick of the litter, then I can form narrative pro wrestling and we can have a terrible <laughs> TV deal and commentary team and just nonsense and <laughs> Backstage breaking the money. That's that's the plan. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> we never want this to be a promotion. This is something yeah. different. This is something unique. It might just be this. Maybe it'll live on. Maybe we'll and yeah, like more. control your narrative. Like a lot of fans ask, uh, is this CYN? Is this a promotion? Control your narrative is yeah. It's our studio. It's our label. It's how we. But really, control your narrative is a movement as a whole. So like our company is control your narrative, but that means it's it's everything we're producing under that banner. It's not just wrestling. Um, it's, I mean, you, you see in the narrative, we have a, uh, a, a spoken word uh, rapper. Uh, he's phenomenal, The Conscience. Yep. And we have a lot more we want to produce with him. Uh, me, myself personally, and the composer that wrote a lot of the, the music, Tom Schaffner, um, he, like, we have intentions of releasing more music outside of just the narrative, just more collaborative effort, but under the banner of controlling the narrative. And if you look all the original music, which I think you will, yeah. you will have that available, right? Yeah, yeah, with original soundtrack coming out. Um, if you notice, at the end of the movie, there was a Nine Inch Nails cover that we do. Yes, I'm calling oh, it a movie. Yeah, at the end of the film, sorry, at the end of the Stop. feature, he always wants to call it a movie. We're yeah. not a movie because I completely just we're making movies, pal. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. We're making a feature. So at the end of our indie documentary about pro wrestling, there, uh, it, there is a Nine Inch Nails cover we do uh, for a song called "Rumor Off the Downward Spiral." Uh, it's the singer of Mushroom Head, uh, the guitar player Mushroom Head, and myself. We we grew up writing a lot together, and I wanted to be able to come back. Um, now that since they've been successful in Mushroom Head and be able to come back into our world and create something, uh, so it's it's kind of serendipitous to have that voice in the end of it. Um, and in the soundtrack itself, there's so many different elements of just different types of music that we approach. There's not just one genre in it, and it's going to be everything from orchestra pieces to really heavy metal to good hip hop to dance music. 
electronic music. There's a lot of just different approaches that were taken on it. And in theory, CYN control your narrative, the whole movement, tell your story. And if you tell that through wrestling, you tell that through speaking, you tell that through poetry, you tell that through music, this is a forum for anybody to tell their story. Hey, Sean Ross thinks it's cool. Sean Ross thinks it's so cool. He talked me into actually making a promo code for anybody who orders free the narrative (laughs) via the Vimeo. And then hopefully there'll be other avenues. I don't know what I'm doing with it, but on Vimeo, www.freethenarrative.com. I want to check this out. Oh, that's $14.99. That seems a little too much. Money's tight. Whatever. Guess what? 20% off with the promo code free fightful. Our intentions, we, we don't know because this is all so fresh. So our, our only option right now was to create a screening of 48 hours stream, a rental process until we learn uh, about the right avenues and how to, mm-hmm. to, to distribute it. Uh, and, and that's going to be putting it in film festivals, contacting certain companies and, and seeing how to actually put this out into the world. So right now it is just a 48 hour rental. Um, and with uh, free Fightful, you get 20% off, which is, you know, we're, we're trying to do that for everybody. What a deal. What a deal. And, <laughs> Unbelievable. and this is something like you don't have to be a wrestling fan. You don't have to ever have watched pro wrestling yeah. to understand this, but it's also not dumbed down. And I thought that was a very... Thank you. Unique approach in that it appe- it can appeal and work with people who have never watched a second of pro wrestling, but also it appeals to, it's not like, this is how pro wrestling works. I mean, there are some, there are some stories. It's not like, it, here's the stunt granny in the front row. It's not like anything like that, although, I mean. We don't have to insult intelligence, you yeah. know what I mean? And there's so, a lot of that on TV right now. It's, they, thing I just because like cinematic wrestling has jumped the shark, let's be honest. Everyone's yes, this cinematic, yeah. but filming wrestling that's true and has integrity in a cinematic style that's what I wanted to do. That's unique, that's interesting. That's something people could be like, This isn't insulting my intelligence. Yet. Yeah, I'll tell you something interesting. You were in the hospital, what happened? I had cellulitis. And then it led to some stenosis, so there was some worry about organ stuff. But uh, I was going very hard. I was creating narratives. I was working on our uh, front for nefarious means here, Justified Prince. I was uh, training two to three times a day. I was absolutely going completely psycho boy. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> um, and I negated the fact that something was, an infection was developing on my arm, because after I had a toe thing, there was an infection, whatever. I didn't take care of myself properly. And then uh, one day my arm was uh, looked like an elephant trunk. And I'm like, ah, let me go to the hospital. And I was in the hospital. And uh, yeah, definitely didn't need that. So I guess the moral of the story is don't ever die. When you have an infection, sleep more than five hours. Yeah. So <laughs> spe- speaking of, we did have one reader question. And that's oh. because I did not solicit reader questions. Okay. It's from a Matthew Cardona. (laughs) And it says, ask him why we call him EC three toes. Okay. I'll be honest. I'm transparent. I'm open. I'm honest. These idiots, these losers, these adolescent man boys that love 
the Major Brothers Wrestling Figure Podcast and talking about toys. Toys made of, yep, yeah. I like, okay, one or two is cool. All right. Got a few that's, hundred. That's cool. It's not like your entire room. Look is at this decked. package. Look at this total package. This Maybe vascular, flexible. hard package. Speaking of narcissist. White boots, Flexi Lexi, <laughs> one of a kind. Love them. You can see uh, his remember? butt a little bit. Yeah. Look at that. It's got some vintage on there. Yeah. He, uh, he torture racked the giant. We know Flexi Lexi brings it. That's a cool little artifact. That's cool nostalgia in a sense, but to base your whole life on it. And these just like these dorks who would never say a word to my face, even close to insulting. These losers, these nincompoops, these fools, these nefar- like they would never dare dare say it, even though I'm totally the coolest guy and I would laugh at it. So what happened? Why am I called three toes? Because I did something with my life. And when I was doing something with my life, my toe tendon tore. So when my toe tendon tore, I said, hey, I'm either going to work on this the rest of my life or maybe I'll get surgery. Well, I met a surgeon. He said, we'll have you back in a month. And I'm like, well, that's not bad. I don't really have to work because there's a pandemic going on. So maybe I could take the time and take maybe a couple days off. Guess what? I didn't take any time off. The next day I was in the gym. Who gives a shit? But these idiots think it's funny because I go reach out to Devon Dudley's uh, brother, right? Yeah, yeah, his brother. To de- he's detailing cars. Oh, I Bubba Ray, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 his other one. No, Big Dick. Whatever. Yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah. 3D detailing. They're great. I bring him all the way down to Orlando. He gives me the brother discount. Guess what? I still tip him $100 yeah. because I'm a man of amazing. integrity. Yeah. He cleaned my car. He's like, hey, man, do you mind if I get a picture? And I said, you know what? I don't know because, like, I'm a really nihilistic hate machine. I don't want people to see me, like, driving around in a fun, cool Jeep. That's kind of weird. You know what? You're a good guy. I'll take a picture for you. But I had sandals on, and these sandals kind of scrunched up my toe. Oh, by the way, the toe never healed right, so I tape it up because I'm a man, not a pussy like these guys. I tape that toe I tape it up to go to work and kick ass, haven't missed a step. I tape that toe to train legs, squat and leg press, hack squats, extension, the whole nine years. I tape it up to run sprints and sled pushes because I'm a man and I'm an athlete and I'm an ass kicker and I'm a psycho boy. But in that one moment, this toe, this toe, this ugly toe, it sucks. I hate it. I might sue for malpractice with how bad this toe looks and cite these assholes for uh personal damages because they hurt my feelings this toe creaked up smushed up it looked like sloth's dick it sucked so it was a bad picture of my toe devon's brother he tweets it out hey let's do your yeah, C- car. cardona sent me the picture yeah and then they send it over and then like there's like idiot gaggle goose i think it's so funny <laughs> look at your face your face look at your face at least I can go out in public. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, also, the torn toe tendon. Do the narrative duck out. Do the narrative duck out. We do a bunch of fans for this for those fans too. We really respect. But I mean, <laughs> w- would you would you say it's a blessing in disguise because torn toe tendon made you really good at alliteration? <laughs> No, because I don't want to pay for it because I'm mad. And I mean, you could have a, a move now called the torn toe tendon, the triple T. That's just another story I don't feel like telling. That's just the thing about wrestling and like moves. Like we, you have to act like this is the first time somebody's ever seen you the whole time. Like anytime you perform, you should act like maybe no one's ever seen me. So 
what are the most important things I want to do? My fucking toe isn't one of them. Now, what would be cool, maybe, loaded toe. Loaded Loaded toe toe. in the boot. But what are you what are you gonna do if he just like like the narrative happens and he spams a Terry Funk spinning toe hold for like three hours? Like Well, I'll have the choice because there's no officiating in the narrative. There you go. So I will either submit, I'll either say I give up, I'll either go limp, or I'll pass out from the pain, which I don't know if you can pass out from pain from a toe hold, but if you can, I may just do that. But I won't. <laughs> freethenarrative.com use that yep, code freefightful um yep. wow, wow. Uh, yeah. I, I was gonna ask you if you were in the ROH bubble because of your injury but no uh, they actually really man I hate missing anything especially because we got a lot of momentum so that really chat me but I was in the, the hospital and coming out but they've been very good to me and I look forward to July I look forward to coming back at Best in the World with fans in attendance, human interaction, noise being made, people pounding on stuff, me punching face and just feeling some adrenaline again. I can't wait for that. So, Well, I can't wait for people to see Free the Narrative. You all can check it out at freethenarrative.com. You can find out uh, exactly where to find it, and you can watch it for 20% off with Free Fightful. And like I said, well, it's not a bad different. It was a very enjoyable different. And... um Different is something that I think the wrestling world needed. Anything else you want to kind of get out there into the world? I'm glad, no, I'm glad you said that different is something the world needs because they always ask for different, but then they, they tend to fall back into the same old. So check it out. Love it. Hate it. Let me know. If you watch it, DM me on the IG. Yeah. Your feedback. I would like to collect testimonials. If you think it sucks, let me know. We're looking oh, to improve it too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're looking to learn uh, how to, to, to create a better product with everything we try. Um, every every time we, we turn the camera on, we're getting better and better at telling uh, these stories. Uh, so this is this is a very brave uh, uh, 88 minutes that we're putting out here of, of everybody's story, and, and we hope to help grow from it and evolve and mature perspective. It is a mature perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Free. Freethenarrative.com. EC3, I look forward to speaking to you probably in, uh, I don't know, probably like June 13th or something like that, the next time you have something going on. Yeah, Yeah. when do the Reds play the Indians? Oh, that was Naquin, my boy. Just just yoking him out of the park. I I didn't see him. I saw it coming. Whatever. You did. You you specifically (laughs) told me that when when he yacked a bunch over the fence early in the season, but... Hey, your, your loss is our gain. Thanks for the free Cy Young Award winner. That was nice of you, too. Um, we appreciated that. I like those guys. I wish you didn't drop the ball in 2016, but whatever. It's only My dad's going to probably never see an Indians World Series and die a miserable man because of it. But... Well, you know hey, what? If, if Bip Roberts didn't have flu-like symptoms in Game 7 in 97, they, right. they would have won it all. They would have won it all. Put it on Bip's shoulders, the legend, the goat. Nosey Mason. Okay. All right. Thank Free. you for this opportunity. Freethenarrative.com, EC3, JC, thank you all so much. Thank you, Sean. So. Until next time, we're out. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.